Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We have a feud, people. Not between you and me, although we could start one. I'll point my finger and go, oh, I'm going to cook your ass. And you tell me you're going to kick my ass. And we have a match. Also, hello, my buddies and pals, and welcome to Ups and Downs. And it is Friday morning, which means we just had Ring of Honor television, because professional wrestling has decided, <laughs> every single day you do wake up, I will offer you some content, which is kind of nice. Maybe we should give it a hug. Anywho, I am talking about Lee Moriarty versus Rocky Romero, because last week, Big Bill, the biggest of all the Billies, screwed over Rockies. He was like, okay, well, why don't we do it again next week? But this time, we shall fight under pure rules. So they did. Now, Billy Boy was at ringside, and I cannot believe somebody allowed this. Because even though in a pure rules match, if you do interfere, that person will be suspended for 742 years. Do you know what he did when the referee's back was turned? He tripped Rocky. And I was like, I mean, who is in charge of Ring of Honor Television? Who was like, oh man, yeah, if that big guy wants to go out there, who cares? I care. The bald guy. It was really smart, though, because Rocky's idea was, well, I'm going to keep putting you in submissions. I'm going to make you use all of your rope breaks. Of course, you can only get three in a pure rules match. And then I'm going to lock in another hold and you can try and get to those damn things and it ain't going to do anything. He also got pissed off at one point and punched Moriarty right in the face, which you're not allowed to do as well. There are no closed fists which actually used to be a rule back in wrestling from yesteryear, and then magically it one day went away. It's why a lot of old-timers hate the Attitude Era. <laughs> they did it all the time. We also got some dives, because it is 2023, and Moriarty had this excellent near-fall after a Tiger driver. But yeah, eventually, Rocky Romero did tie him up like a pretzel, and Moriarty was like, well, I will just get to the ropes. You're not allowed to do that, my friend. And he had to tap out. So bravo, Rock, you totally smashed it. So I thought this was really good and it made Rocky Romero look super smart. And given now they are one-on-one, I suppose we should do a third. Totally down for that. Up. Athena's Proving Ground Challenge continued after this, or the APGC. I think that was right. The Women's Champion was facing Angelica Risk, though, which is another amazing name. You know, the deal with Athena. She always has good matches. She should probably be on Dynamite now as part of that Outcast program. Ooh, but also, it doesn't matter who she's facing. It's like, well, that person ain't going to win. It's just a random episode of Ring of Honor TV. Risk still was able to hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And she did boot Athena right in the face. But I think that just pissed Athena off because she got super duper aggressive. She started doing these crazy powerbomb type things when she basically crushed Angelica when she locked in the crossface. And we got another tap out. Two for two. She also called out Sky Blue after this and they have been teasing that program for a while when Athena did that thing when she took her title belt 
and basically smashed Rick's face into it. So somebody needs to stop her. But again, just on the down low, I'll get down here. Athena is on a roll right now. Should probably do more with her. When we went back in time. This was lovely. Because the ROH TV title was on the line, and that's right, it was Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels. So look, let's just keep it nice and simple. If you are a fan of old school TNA, you've got to find some time to watch this. The commentators also told us it was the 92nd time they have faced each other. Sounds like, boy, howdy. That's a long old while. And they could probably do this in 2042, and it would still be good. These two just click shouldn't have done it. It did start with Joe just elbowing Daniels when he started laying in these strikes and he applied the dreaded nerve hold. This makes me laugh every single time. And I always want the person who was in the nerve hold to shout, no, not my nerves. I mean, nerves are really important. I mean, Chris started to fight out of this. And he did smack him back. And when Joe went for the Kikina clutch, Daniel was like, you tried to do this to me a thousand times before. And he went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. But that was never going to work. Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels have been doing this for decades. They know all the tricks. I think Christopher then forgot this because he actually went for the angel's wings. And Samoa Joe was like, well, no, I'm not going to let you do that. Although we did get this mad suplex, which led to the muscle buster and Christopher Daniels went down. Now, I think they said this was the 10th defense that Samoa Joe has made with this championship. I'm not 100% sure we're going with this. And if this is some sort of Christopher Daniels retirement tour... Well, that guy is absolutely smashing it. So this was just two professionals doing their thing. Make sure you try and find some time to watch it today. And even though they did the Code of Honor afterwards, this Samoa Joe, he still looked super pissed off. Nobody is better than balancing this line than him. Uh, this man has continued too, because next, the Ring of Honor World Championship was on the line. What? Yeah, it was Claudio Castagnoli versus Robbie Eagles. I think this is the first time we've seen Rob ever since Ring of Honor came back. Nice. Eagles used speed to start with, and Castagnoli couldn't really handle this to begin with. So to teach him a lesson, he just slapped him round the face before he went in there with those uppercuts like Sagat, Tiger. He also threw Robbie with this ridiculous press slam when he hit a leg drop. I was like, man, a leg drop, it all comes crashing down inside. Eagles had a plan B, though, which was to go after Claudio's legs. If you can't stand up, you can't wrestle. And he did some dives, and he hit this big cannonball in the corner. Very sadly, this kind of ties into other things we've talked about. It's like, there's no way Robbie Eagles is going to become the ROH World Champion on this show. But it was still fun. They really did try and convince you of this, though, because even when Castagnoli went for the big old swing, Robbie was able to turn it into the Ron Miller special. I tried desperately to suspend my disbelief and be like, oh, it's going to be victorious. But deep down in my tum-tum, I just knew. Because Claudio, in a panic, got to the ropes, and all of a sudden, Robbie Eagles smashed out a sliced bread. And it was just pin attempt, pin attempt, pin attempt, pin attempt. And you go look at Claudio's face during this, he didn't know what to do. Until he did know what to do, because he just smashed Rob with this insane lariat. I mean, he almost took his head off. As ever, when it comes to these challenges, though, they just rely on the same move over and over again. And Castagnoli's not going to stand for that. So when Eagles went for the sliced bread part two... Well, it was curtains for him. Because Claudio was not only able to reverse it into the Ricola bomb, but when he was holding him there, he started kneeing Eagles in the back of the head. And I was like, man, this guy has got totally crazy. He finished it off. One, two, three. This was super enjoyable, though, and they're just such good wrestlers. You know the deal. Uh Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Sky Blue then challenged Athena for her world championship because she was sick and tired of Athena being an idiot, which she has been recently. And I was a little bit perturbed here. It's like, shouldn't we do a proving ground challenge match thingamajig? Given that's been Athena's gimmick for ages, <laughs> I'm sure we will figure it out. And we'll get back to this in a second. Because before that, we had the best friends, Stu Grayson, Action Andretti, and Darius Martin taking on the Kingdom and the Varsity Athletes. So we were just taking all the feuds and putting them in one big package. You also had the rest of the Dark Order, Maria Kanellis and Mark Sterling out there. So this was just utterly, utterly wild. I mean, there were so many individuals. I can't really recount it, although close your eyes and just imagine like an insane zoo going crazy. That was this match. I mean, it was just properly, you have a move, I have a move. Someone else go and do a move. Oh, there's your nan. She's have a move. Oh, hello, father. Would you like to do a move as well? So I kind of just span around the place. Grayson did get this hot tag at one point and went absolutely wild as action started to hit these crazy dives. When all of a sudden, the Righteous's music played. Now, this made all the sense in the world because they have a problem with Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson knows this, so he just abandoned his post and he went to have a word with them. This is when Action Andretti still hit his neck breaker. He got the one, two, three, and the Righteous were all like, ha, 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 aren't we great? And I was like, what are you talking about? His team still won. Understandably, too, everyone was a bit annoyed at Stu after this because if you promise to go and wash someone's car and you don't wash someone's car, you are a bit of a dick. It was this amazing part at one point where we had that massive suplex into a pile of bodies. So look, this was very enjoyable. It was very entertaining. But I don't really understand the story. But I shall keep my eye on it. And also, if anything, Ring of Honor could have more angles. But up. And then Athena accepted Sky Blue's challenge. Well, I know I'm being a geek here, but I totally bought into this idea that we were going to do a proving ground thing at one point and someone would beat Athena and then it'd be like, oh my gosh, she absolutely did it. Now, what we could do instead is just do Athena versus Sky Blue for the championship and Sky Blue just beats her. I don't think that's as fun. I mean, that's why you wouldn't do the proving ground thing because you don't want Sky Blue to have two victories over her. But I just thought it was a little nugget that we could have, I don't know, evolved and progressed and done things with. So I'm going to give it a down. Look, that's one of the lamest downs I've ever given. But we kind of grade things on a curve. Ring of Honor is such an easy to watch show. Sometimes I have to sort of pull at straws. 
here's me pulling at that straw. And then Preston Vance wrecked Richard Domis, which, yes, is also going into the... <laughs> that's a good name, Vance. There's only one thing I want to talk about here, though, and that's at one point they were fighting on the outside and Preston threw Adonis into Barry Barricade. I mean, this is across all the damn shows. But bring it down, yep, it goes up to 11, which is getting absolutely out of control. I'm not going to let this go. And in fact, right now, if you go on Pro Wrestling Tees, you can find a Justice for Barry t-shirt, because that is how I feel about this thing, this inanimate object. But you don't know it's not alive. I've seen movies, and you just never know. Anyway, basically, Vance eventually built up to do that full Nelson turning into a big Discot Lariat thing, and he got the one, two, three. This is basically what Ring of Honor should be nowadays. We are giving him experience, and we're building him, we're building him, we're building him. If all of a sudden he does click, then all of a sudden he can move up to dynamite. And given the dark and dark elevation are now gone, well, put your hands together. It's just different. I like different. Up. We then went to the back when we saw the kingdom jump Darius Martin at Action Andretti, because that feud must continue. Fine, don't know why I said must. I'm perfectly happy to. When we got my favorite match of the night. Free Will Sky Blue versus Robin Renegade. And as I keep talking about, this is the kind of thing I want to see in wrestling right now. I have just randomly been able to watch Sky Blue matches for ages. It's the same with Robin Renegade. And when you see them improving and getting better every single week, it's just cool. It's just fun. Not everything has to be super duper main event 9000. I liked it. Robin was also in a right mood here because at one point she grabbed Sky off the ring apron and just threw her right into the floor. I was like, man, that was really mean. She also followed this up by throwing her into Rita the ring post. So I was like, sheesh, man, we are doing everything, which was also true for Sky. So when we got back in the ring, she was just busting out Hurricanranas like she was spamming a controller on WWE 2K23. She also went for a boot, which is when Renegade ducked and hit this slam, and she got the two. And even though I knew that Sky Blue was now the number one contender, actually bit a little bit on this, I thought maybe we were going to make it a three-way. Because eventually Blue did decide to go all James Bond with her Skyfall. Robin was able to get out of that, and she went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. But Sky Blue did not want to lose her opportunity. She hit Skyfall. Uno, dos, tres. And yes, look, obviously this did have to happen because of our future. But again, I know I keep repeating myself, but it's my show. I'll do whatever the hell I want. I now look forward to seeing people like this. And a few years ago, I didn't even know who they were. So who the flub knows what the future holds? Getting enough. When Brock Anderson was in Ring of Honor. Why not? And he was taken on Brian Cage, which of course meant this didn't go very well. And he lost. He was able to sneak a DDT and a slam in there, but once again, there was never any real threat to Cage. In fact, he got so pissed off, he locked in this variation of the sharpshooter at one point. And man, Brian Cage having some fun. He also then picked up Brock and just slammed him with the drill claw to get the one, two, three. We kind of need to see what's going to happen with him and Swerve Strickland at the moment. Because he's involved with Keith Lee and the feud that never ends. Please, for the love of everything, finish it at double or nothing. Mostly because I want to see this match. This was a decent squash. And also, you know, once again, let's do it. Give Brock Anderson more experience on Ring of Honor. He shall benefit up. And then Willow Nightingale got a win. Thank goodness. Now we need to make sure this stuff gets to Dynamite so people know that she is getting W's. And here she was facing Steph DeLander. Well, it was pretty good. Lander wasn't messing around either because she hit this massive suplex on Willow and even hit the cannonball. And when she went for the cover, we managed to find ourselves back at the start again. She was never going to win. Because, of course, Willow Nightingale found her second wing and very interestingly won with that spine buster she does because she likes busting those spines. And now Willow has about 62 different moves that can win a match. 
And why wouldn't you do that if you were a pro wrestler? You can't just rely on one maneuver. 2023 too crazy. The best part was as soon as Willow had one, she just had this massive smile on her face and it doesn't come across as disingenuous at all. In fact, you can feel her energy. Well, keep my fingers crossed. We do have big plans for her. She is great. And then we had a random main event. It was Angelico versus Commander. Okay. Angelico doesn't care about the code of honor at all either because when they did do the handshake, all of a sudden he was doing this submission moves. I was like, man, that's not the way to do it. When they both decided, hey, do you know what we don't like? Gravity. And do you know what else we don't like? Physics. They just started to bend all the rules. This was truly, truly crazy. When we got this corkscrew moonsault, we got this springboard crossbody, and even the sunset flip was absolutely ludicrous. I don't know how they do it. We, of course, built to Commander's big old rope walk spot, which he did again to hit the shooting star press to get the one, two, three. And he got to give it a round of applause. I know so many people like to poo-poo this, but the skill it takes to pull that off, I think it's damn tremendous. Up. We also got quite a surprise after this because Angelico pretended he was going to be nice when him and Serpentico started to beat up Commander. And we think it's Serpentico, but we never actually know who's under that mask. When of all the people, Orange Cassidy and Bandido made the save... That kind of explains why they're friends now. I would imagine we're going to try and get Bandido on ROH TV more as well because he should be featured. And this Orange Cassidy man, well, he is now just a superstar. Which has ever brought us to the end of Ring of Honor TV. I'm just going to give it an up. I don't want to bore you with the same old phrases, but it's just two hours of good matches and up and coming wrestlers. Simon Miller will never be mad at that. Simon Miller is me. Now, please do make sure you go back through the week and watch all the ups and downs videos. I would appreciate that greatly. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Go to whatculture.com, follow us on social media, whatculturewwe and Simon316. And listen, just make sure you have a lovely day. No one knows what tomorrow holds, so don't worry about it. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.